One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello Egg Chasers, it's the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast, the podcast about rugby that doesn't take itself or the game too seriously. Back in the rugby dungeon, all three of us here in person, none of us in Wales. None of us in Wales, have brilliant. You, have you been in Wales? You, have I been in this Wales? This weekend, for the bank holiday weekend? I can't even remember. Uh, <laughs> my brain is fried. No, I think I was in Wales on Wednesday. Okay, good. Yes, well, I was. I got back from Wales on Wednesday. Lovely country, by the way, JB. Your home is it a country? Yeah. County, lovely county. <laughs> We've been through this before. JB yeah. angered the entire large county of Wales yeah, well, by well, saying it is just about a large county. Yeah, yeah. If you think it's a real country, yeah, it's a joke, isn't it? First thing to say, uh, we had some messages, uh, tweets, DMs, correspondence with American-based listeners thinking that we have reneged on our claim to be the only podcast there for you, fifty-two weeks a year. How dare they? Because we weren't there on a Monday. It's now, holiday, isn't it? One of them in particular, a, a fellow podcaster, and you should subscribe for when Eddie Stevens ever bothers to actually put out <laughs> another episode again of Rugby Ranta Banter, but you should go and subscribe to that if you want to hear a, a man going through a, a midlife crisis whilst doing a rugby podcast. It's very entertaining. <laughs> and then you can listen to his. <laughs> hey! uh, and he, uh, he, he just said, well, he's, just, he's basically wondering where it is, and I can't believe, it, whilst he lives in America, he is British, he doesn't know about the August bank holiday, or, yes. has, or has, has been away from his homeland for so long he's forgotten about it. No, we never pod on a bank holiday. Very, very rarely. No. Well, yeah, it's, it's very, very rarely out on the Monday of the bank holiday. It's normally the Tuesday. Because we want to get it out for your commute. Yes. Exactly that. It was a conscious choice, nothing to do with having an extra day with the family or recovering. God, no. <laughs> it was about making sure it's there. Because imagine you listen to it on Bank Holiday Monday when you're, what would you like, going to the tip. Exactly. What are you going to do on your mowing commute? Mowing your grass. Oh, you, you could listen to it going to the tip or mowing your lawn. Or you what? could, but what are you going to do for your commute? You'll be, it'll just be a, an empty, vacuous journey. So yes. there you go. We filled it as we do every single week. Hit subscribe if you appreciate that. Uh, leave a five-star review if you appreciate that. Go to patreon.com forward slash eggchasers if you appreciate that for extra content. Yeah. I'm Tim, that's JB. Hello. And that's Phil. Hello. Right, so we're going to have uh, in the feed very soon some more previews for the coming Premiership season, but this is just a round-up of the Rugby Week. Uh, where are we at with Worcester Warriors? Uh, so Jim O'Toole, who was ex-CEO of Worcester, has got together with a guy who I understand used to be... F- on Made in Chelsea? Is that correct? Uh, don't know. I, I wasn't I, aware of that link. Yeah, I understand that that's the guy's thing. So he has a a company that does sort of medical passports, I think, for athletes. I don't know what the size of it is. Um, I don't think it's substantial. Uh, and then they're going to be backed by American backers. 
uh, of the identity of which will reveal themselves when Worcester finally go into administration and then the funds are made available, allegedly. So part of Worcester's escape plan is to put Worcester into administration and that is dependent, ultimately, on what the owners of Worcester decide to put into administration. Because if they put just the rugby department in, I'm assuming that Jim O'Toole and his friend won't be interested. Yeah. Whereas if they put, I think, everything in, I think that's the, the implication at least, then... They will be interested, at which point they'll pull the trigger and try and buy it. But uh, alongside that, I can't remember if we spoke about this element of it last week, I can't remember if it had come out, but there was rumours that one of the companies uh, owned by the current owners of Worcester, but adjacent to, so not part of the rugby, Mm -hmm. had been sold part of the ground, car Car park, park. and another area for what was... Uh, alleged to be significantly below market value for that element of the land. Now, I don't know how true that is. I think it is 100% true, actually, yeah. And if it is, it sounds... Do you know, though, I'm kind of not that upset about it. I, I look at this in a very pragmatic way, which is rugby is not profitable. The act of playing rugby is not profitable. So if you have a club, Wasps is a good example, but maybe Exeter is a better example. In fact, Exeter is a really good example. Okay, They are a well-run club. In order to do all the things that they do, they've got a great match day experience. Uh, fans come through the turnstiles. They've got pubs. They're building a hotel. You know, People use that place as a conferencing, a conferencing facility. In lots of ways, Worcester are like the old Exeter. You know, They came up. They had uh, good backing, good local support. Six Ways was way ahead of the game about 15 years ago. It was a great stadium. And that same thing was used for things like conferencing and whatnot because it's a good facility. Now... If you need all of these ancillary businesses to be producing a profit in order to run your rugby team, is it a surprise that someone with a bit of a business brain will go, hang on a minute, there's a group of entities here, a group of businesses. All I need to do is take away the non-profitable one and I've got myself one hell of a business. And that's basically exactly what they've done. So on the one hand, in rugby, and you see this in Welsh rugby a lot, saying, oh, why can't it be run by professionals? Why can't we have you know more business, business acumen? Well, it's kind of like saying... I want my house guarded by a tiger. It's very good at keeping criminals away, but it also <laughs> might eat your daughter. You know, it's a kind of a yeah. double-edged sword. And, and that is the problem here. That if yeah. if the uh, allegations that um, they're not not selling the car park to make the car park profitable for the stadium, but selling the car park to convert it into apartments or houses, yeah. then that just destroys a huge element of the. Um, the rugby entity itself. Now, yeah, exactly. But, I mean, what did you expect? If rugby owners and rugby clubs and the RFU and the Premiership can't get their act together enough to make the game profitable, yeah, what's well, going to happen? The, I suppose <laughs> the, the cynical part from uh, Worcester fans' point of view at the minute is this was the plan all along. But there you go. Probably as, was. As, you, as you say, it could, it, it, yeah. it could well have been. I mean, look, the CV, it, yeah. CVC, right? CVC have done no difference to what the Worcester owners have done. CVC have looked at rugby and go, how can we extract some value out of that without adding anything ourselves? Oh, look, we'll just take their commercial rights forever. Perfect. And, you know, here's some chump change. Effectively, Worcester owners have done the same thing. They've looked at a thing and they've gone, well, how can I make money out of that yep. from the outset? Yep. And when they came, came on board, yes, there were suspicions, but all the premiership owners, uh, not owners, sorry, but all the premiership clubs were willing to, you know, 
let let these guys run the club. They were willing to let them pay the players. They were willing to do all these yeah, things. And there's yeah, no we, there, there's no such thing as a free lunch. There is not. Well, and and as many of the uh, people owed money by Worcester Warriors may soon find out because if Jim O'Toole and his consortium of anonymous buyers at the moment do take control, what will happen is the slate will be wiped clean and tons of local businesses will go under as a result. Yeah, yeah, there'll be some. There'll be a lot of money owed to a lot of people. And, and um, Cal, Callum Lynch did quite a good email on yeah, this. Yeah, it's a great email. Thanks, Callum. Uh, yeah, say, basically saying Jim O'Toole is being painted as the potential saviour. Yeah, but it's not just as black and white as you might think. For exa- partly for exactly that reason that they will negotiate a deal if if rumours are to be true, they'll come in, go into administration, they will negotiate a deal with HMRC and the other creditors for to pay them pence on the pound, mm-hmm. which could have consequences for other businesses. Many, many families many. will have a very dark winter, an even darker winter. An even darker winter. Yeah. An even yeah. darker winter I, because of Worcester Warriors. I mean, to be fair, who on earth would buy a rugby club at this point of time? It's I can't imagine anyone who is a serious investor, because that's the phrase that's been used with the Jim O'Toole Consortium, is looking at a rugby club thinking, oh, that's a way to make money. Yeah. Like, no one, you could only look at it as, uh, I think Steve Lansdowne and Nigel Ray kind of did for You've for got to be tenure. A, basically it's, it's, a rugby it's, enthusiast. It's a, it's a plaything. Like, yeah. it, it's something to um, enjoy, and there are lots of ways you can enjoy it. Like, if you ask Nigel Ray about winning um, Premiership titles and uh, Champions Cup titles... Look I it. imagine the highs are worth... He would probably say it's worth every penny that he paid legitimately and illegitimately. illegitimately. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much you like it. But you, you can't go into this as an investment. And anyone who is not seriously financially wealthy, um, which there are other clubs who are owned by individuals and uh, consortiums who are not multi-multi-millionaire, like, not, who do not have hundreds of millions of pounds in the bank, who may be looking at their purchases um, in the next six, 12 months going forward and thinking this might not have been the most sensible investment I've ever made. Well, I've got a little bit more detail on this. I I shall not reveal reveal my sources. But Mm. this has ruffled the feathers over at CVC. Mm. So CVC have instigated um, the Premiership uh, redesigning their schedule to include only 12 teams. So it looks like it's going to be very much on Worcester to prove that they can compete the, compete this year. But as I understand it, Premiership Rugby have rewritten their schedule, uh, and I think this is only going to this will be the catalyst for CVC to make some radical changes to the Premiership. Well, that's the CVC thing is really interesting because I remember vividly our, our conversation. When CVC first came in, and you were JB, you were ultra cynical about yep. it, just extracting revenue with nothing. And I was a little bit more sanguine about it because I, I saw the potential of an aligned interest, someone who has knowledge of the, of not necessarily the rugby, but the sporting market and the TV market. And if you've got the aligned interests, then CVC should be um, invested in growth and be doing things behind the scenes that will promote the premiership and allow it to grow to the point where I remember listening to uh, Bruce Craig maybe, maybe eight or ten years ago talking about the potential of the Premiership being the growth in commercial revenues. At, so this is way before the CVC mm. stage and saying, he was saying at that point in ten years every rugby club will be making lots of money as a direct consequence of the upward trajectory of revenues. And we've not seen it at all. And an element of blame on that goes to the Premiership 
Premier Rugby itself, an element of blame goes to the clubs. But CVC, that was their, that was what they were supposed to come in and do, yeah. drive the upward trajectory mm. of revenues, and they've not done it at all. The CVC thing is incredibly uh, uh, well. Uh, it divides me somewhat. Okay, yeah, it's incredibly divisive. Uh, I can see that if CVC feel that their investment and their investors, more to the point, are going to be harmed, they're going to take some action. Mm-hmm. And it might be the case that they hoped they would come in and they hoped that they bought a bunch of competent people <laughs> who would drive the competition forward. They didn't do that. And I wonder if this is sort of now the big stick approach, which is, hang on a minute, we didn't realise that you were all awful. I mean, but you are. All useless. I, I literally cannot <laughs> believe what we have bought. And I believe that they're sort of at that level now. Uh, not the clubs themselves, actually, but certainly the central organisation of the Premiership. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And Jamie's you know really impressed me recently, and th- this will shock you to hear, but the competition that's really impressed me is the URC. I think last year, I was so cynical about the South Africans. You were thought, that seems to have worked. I think the marketing was great. The, the new branding was great, you know, particularly after we were absolutely destroying the Mushroom Cup. And, you know... <laughs> The ultimate fighting rugby championship. Yeah, I mean, thing. even their worst team, the worst team, maybe on the planet, which is the Dragons, <laughs> at least their marketing's pretty good. I mean, did you see all their Black Edition kit this this I, week? I didn't know. It looks really, that. really cool. The new badge looks really cool. I mean, they're still awful. They're still the Dragons. <laughs> but even the worst team in the URC, I've got to I open Twitter and go, that's reluctantly quite impressive. Yeah, well, they, might, they may look good on the outside. I, I still think that, it's knowing the the cost of everything and the value of nothing, as I've said many times, and the, the rivalries between the Premiership clubs, a hundred over a hundred yeah, exactly. years of history between them. That is that is something. Well, you can put a value on it, but it, the value is much much higher than they're currently extracting from yeah. it. Well, I think this is why you've got to be so angry with the people that run the Premiership and are involved with, you know, from Darren Childs. I'm not going to make a judgment on. Uh, Massey Taylor yet because you know he hasn't done anything of note yet but you know you look at the media side you look at the marketing side it's an absolute farce they're an absolute farcical joke 
They should all be removed immediately. And hopefully that's what, exactly why Simon Massey Taylor is there, you know, to get rid of them all. I mean, that's, that, I mean, that's all you should, you should do. You should fire, fire everybody. But the point you make, Tim, about the 100 years of history and whatnot, it should be easy. It is easy. It should be so easy, though. Like, I can't imagine. I, I can't imagine an easier job. I, re- I really can't. But there we go. Yeah, so a little bit of progress, but not a lot. Just one final, just one final thing on that on that Worcester thing. If this, uh, or if and when a, a new ownership comes in and the slate is wiped clean and the 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 families of the businesses who won't get their money are destitute, um, when all of that's happened, one thing that won't happen that we were talking about on last week's episode is that Worcester will not go to the bottom of the pyramid because of a. Covid clause, which is in there, which again fills me with a little bit of cynicism. <laughs> I can understand the impact of Covid, but I yeah. can't. I can't look past not now. <laughs> I can't look past the total mismanagement uh, at that. Probably supersedes any impact of Covid, and therefore it does smart a little bit that they may just be able to carry on with no no consequence that sh- that would reflect the mismanagement that there may have been. Yeah, I'm for the closed league. I think I'm with you, Tim. Like. Get rid of them. Like, just send... If they can't... If they go into administration, they have to start at the bottom. They have to start... I mean, and it's not even bad for the club. I mean, people think well, it's the end. It's, it's, bad, it's bad short term. Very short term. It is dreadful for all those players and all those coaches, right? But you ask, say, fans of... Uh, give me an example. Harlequins or fans of Northampton. I think in many ways it made them going down. If you look at yeah, London there's, Welsh, there's, there's a big difference going down to going to the bottom of the league. Yeah, structure. but even clubs Richmond. like you know, Richmond. Yeah, actually, well, I mean, Richmond will never haven't reached the heights that they once did. But I would say they're roughly where they should be now, wouldn't you? Mm. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're mm. sustainable and they are largely well, not not amateur, but they are. They've got four teams. They've got great engagement. They, they've got fantastic. They're a brilliant community club. Yeah, London Welsh with a very good first team. And yeah. excellent coaching staff. Ex- superb is what I've heard. Absolutely superb. You know, London, London Welsh would be another one. Uh, did London Scottish go through that? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think, I think they, did. they did. In football, you've got Rangers, you've got uh, Juventus. It yeah. didn't really harm them that much. No, not not clubs as, as big as that. If you're really a big club, you'll you'll find you'll find yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. There will be some pain, but yeah, they'll yeah. have nothing, but they'll be happy. <laughs> and that's important. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, the uh, protection from the force majeure um, based on the pandemic, because it's it's a fairly standard kind of clause um, that is designed to protect firms from things that are out, genuinely outside of their control. Yeah, but in this exactly, you say, Tim, there is there are two there are two factors weighing on this. There's the uh, pandemic. Uh, and then there is mismanagement, mm. and in like different, it's, it's totally different type of contracts. Uh, and I mentioned this to Tim before the pod. Um, in construction contracts, you generally have a concurrent delay clause, clause where if there are two things, um, one of which is on your toes and one of which is outside of your control, that both have broadly an equal impact on your ability to complete a building, then you don't get relief for oh, time really? and money. If they're equal weighting, if the, the two things happen at the same time, now it's, it's a diff, it's a totally different scenario. But this, the principle, if, yeah, the principle, I can understand, and it it does feel like there is 
at least equal weighting of this on the organisation of Worcester. <laughs> I tell you what, right? I might not do business with Worcester. I definitely wouldn't do business with Phil. <laughs> <laughs> um, one last thing. Uh, uh, yeah, one last thing from me. You guys feel free to chip in with much more. Um, write this down. I'll say it once. This Premiership season will be cancelled around December. I am absolutely confident of that. Another outbreak of COVID? Just, I just think it'll be cancelled by... <laughs> By December, I can't see how. I can't see how these clubs sustain themselves. I can't see how they light their stadiums. I can't see how they heat their hotels. I can't see fans coming through with no money. This season will not complete. Put it on the whiteboard. Put it on the whiteboard. Wow, that is um, a concerning prediction. Wow, shall we say maybe February? Maybe. But it's, between yeah. December and February. It, yeah, yeah. Wow, um, that's that is. Uh, that's even more bold than uh, Marcus Smith will start starting ten at the 2019 World Cup. Did he? Did that work? No, he didn't. It not no, not just quite. A few years late. You were not far off. Mm, you yeah. were on the right. You had the right outcome. Wrong I'm still time. waiting for yeah. uh, being early is the same as being. I'm still waiting for My- for Miles Benjamin to come good <laughs> <laughs> and Dean Ry- Dean Ryan to be coach of England as well. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. So let me complete and bookend this little conversation with an email from Ali contact airchasers at gmail.com we have some we have some listeners of real substance very much of real substance and our our email inbox never fails to impress that upon me uh, as is the case here uh, hello, gents. Excellent podcasting, etc., etc. Blah blah. Having spent many years both listening to the pod and helping implement post-financial crisis reforms to, the, to UK banks, wow. <laughs> I was delighted and surprised when these worlds collided on last week's pod. JB is absolutely right. Yes, the implicit subsidy big banks get is um, absolutely right. The implicit subsidy big banks get is when market participants believe banks are too big to fail. And this gives them all sorts of advantages, as well as creating the moral hazard of banks being able to take excessive risk that is ultimately underwritten by someone else, mm-hmm. i.e. us. Uh, one of the ways regulators have been trying to solve this is by making banks publicly disclose their preparations for financial instability or failure, and then effectively giving them each a public grade. This is very similar to what JB was proposing on the pod. Refinancial stability scores for clubs, transparency for everyone when making decisions, etc. Clearly, JB has a future as a regulator, or, dare I say, Premiership Commissioner. Uh, oof. <laughs> Premiership <laughs> Commissioner would be perfect. Simon Massey more. Taylor, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Coming. Well, no, because... He's just to see he can do the operations. I want to be the commissioner. Yeah, so he could appoint you appoint into you the role. Yeah, to effectively fire him if you want to. Exactly right. So it's like doing a WhatsApp group, and you appoint another admin, and then the admin gets rid of the existing admin. Yes, you've got to be very careful who you put as admin in WhatsApp groups. It was or, like, or like when Gary Gold, yes, Mike, exactly. wherever Mike Ford goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll be the Mike Ford of sports administration. <laughs> right. Mm. Do you know what? 21 minutes let, let, right this is this has been all money chat right let's just let's contain this let's talk, we'll, talk about some rugby yeah yeah talk about some rugby but let's let's do that on a, on a separate episode because well, this is so contained how about well how about we because well, we've got rugby championship haven't we oh yeah yeah so we've got to talk talk, talk about that that won't take too long and also you forgot the biggest game 
oh. the world occurred on Thursday night. When do we want to do that? Do you want to do the, the next... Well, so we'll do another pod where we talk rugby. Rugby. The three biggest games of the world. Australia versus South Africa. New Zealand getting smashed by Argentina. And, and hold that thought. And, and the other one. And the other one, which if you're about to listen to it now... Oh, hold on to your seat. Let's go. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.